What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. Our guest today is a good one. But before I get to him, I got to ask you guys to do me a favor. Listen, if you are getting value out of the show, all I ask is that you just tell a friend. Anytime, you know, it comes up in conversation, someone's like, hey, man, what are you listening to? You know, oh, man, you know, you thought about something differently or, you know, you had a laugh or whatever the case may be. Just tell them about your boy Adam over here. Just let them know, man, we're over here having conversations and we're, you know, we're just trying to gain some perspective. So I cannot thank you guys enough for doing that. I rely on you to help grow this show. So tell a friend. Also, leave a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, share on your social, all of the above. I will be foreverly indebted and grateful to you. So thank you for doing that very, very much. All right, let's get to our guest. I'm sitting down with Brian Davis. Brian is a lifelong martial artist. He is a film fight scene choreographer, just a very interesting dude. He has um, uh, his background is very traditional martial arts, very much in the stand up realm. And uh, I did enjoy getting his perspective and take on everything. He's also um, a self uh, defense instructor. He does a lot of, of teaching and, and helping the community here in St. Louis um, with self defense. So this was a fun conversation. I think you guys are going to enjoy it, so let's get to the show. Without any further ado, let's gain some perspective with Brian Davis. All right, my man. Yeah, dude. So, fuck, dude. Just like like you're saying, man. Your body gets fucking soft. Yeah. Yeah, dude. If you're not training, um, taking those shots. I was uh, I was talking to somebody. Sorry, take turn off my alarm. I was talking to somebody the other day, and um, I was asking him. I was like, uh, when you stop fighting, because he currently fights, and uh, his name is uh, Jordan Dowdy. I just had him on the podcast. Sounds and, familiar. And I was asking him like, when you stop fighting, are you going to keep? Um, striking or because most people like they do one or the other right like the, if they right. do fight like they'll stop and then they'll do either striking or they'll lead more towards jujitsu mm-hmm. but not many people typically like regularly train both yeah yeah and uh, he said he would but yeah i'm i'm all about the jujitsu but you yeah. chose the striking route um and you know from from my experience i i think you know it all those years of all these different martial arts and me, I guess, transitioning to jujitsu would be me stepping out of my, my comfort zone, you know, um, me being older, you know, granted it could possibly help me or (laughs) shit, it could be the death of me, you know, depending on, uh, on the situation. I mean, I'm a self-defense instructor. So, you know, I, I figure a lot of times, um, if you can't finish something and finish, you know, uh, uh, I guess, uh, defending yourself within hell, a few seconds, you know, then pretty much you kind of, yeah, it's up. It's, it's that, 
it's that uh luck of the draw you know moment you know you yeah know, you don't know what what to do after that but uh yeah man i don't know the older i get i i don't know what what works best for me so that's why i always just tend to just keep on i guess researching yeah trying a little bit of everything yeah yeah i feel like we're in a time today though with MMA, it's kind of shown which ones are kind of most effective. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like you, you, there's maybe some things to take away from most of them. There's little things to maybe add in here and there, one or two things. But I think from like a foundational standpoint, it's it's, it's kind of already shown which ones work the best, man. Like wrestling, jujitsu, Muay Thai. Like those are pretty foundational. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. When th- those are those are key key martial arts, you know that that team tend to be the most effective. But in society, majority of the time, if someone sees you doing those things, then they've already prepared themselves for the worst, you know. So, and, and I, I, you kind of get what I'm saying, it, it, like. Okay, St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. Majority of the people in St. Louis, I say vast majority, uh, have some form of boxing, you know, some form of a, a, like a boxing background or someone in their family knows how to box. Yeah. And somehow, some way, they picked up a little bit, whether it's dirty boxing, whether it's just throwing a couple of, a few punches a certain type of way, but it's boxing. Okay. Um, uh, that's where they got it from. So- Stand up, throwing strikes, throwing punches. That's what a pretty decent amount of people in St. Louis are used to. But when you learn something totally different, uh, whether it's karate, whether it's Muay Thai, whether it's Kung Fu, you're that that black sheep of the St. Louis community. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you step up to that person that has that, that idea of how a fight should be. Yeah. Then. Just like a basic idea of just like throwing hands. And yeah. Just, just get in there. And we are a boxing town. Most people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people know how to fight for sure. But you think you think everybody knows how to box? I feel like a no, lot of no, people. No, 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 no. Not everybody knows how to box. I'm right. saying that's, that's the mentality a lot of people have in St. Louis. Okay. You know, it's not necessarily a. Um, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get him with this one two and shit like that. No, I'm not talking like that. Yeah. I'm saying that's the idea. That's the mentality that people have in the St. Louis community mm. is if we get into a fight, yeah, this is what we got. Right. You know, and, th- and that's it. Right. You know? So a lot of uh a lot of people that um uh, uh I, I guess uh do the same thing, they don't expect the other thing. Yeah. To, to be shown. So what's going to end up happening that I see a lot of the, the thing, uh, a lot of uh, MMA, once it solidifies itself in the world, there's going to be something else totally different and more effective. More than, effective than MMA? I think so. Hmm, I wonder what that would look like. I don't know. But yeah. at the same time, just like how you said in, in uh it it is mixed martial arts because I mean hell I did it right. but you know with with that you have they they've taken certain things right out of a little bit all from these, everything yeah. and combined it exactly yeah so what happens when everyone knows it what happens when uh, everybody has this idea of 
the way that you should fight. Yeah. This, this, uh, this, these, it's a certain, uh, type, uh, it's a, it's a rule of engagement now, you know, it, yeah. w- once, uh, once, uh, you guys, uh, once people start, um, combating what happens when that person possibly does something totally different, stab cat in the eye, you know, yeah, anything. I, th- you I know? think the thing to remember is there are no rules of engagement. If you're like legitimately like in a conflict right. like in the streets. But and, if you have that structure, yeah. that base can, where it's, you know, you got, yeah, you got it. Got that stance. That can mess people that, up. Yeah, yeah, because you get yeah, like you said, like you get you get you get trapped into thinking that if you right. do get into a confrontation, maybe like in an alley somewhere, mm-hmm. that this dude is going to be playing by the same rules as you are. Exactly, that can get somebody hurt for sure. Yeah, and for it, sure. And it goes it goes both ways. Whether it's it's uh, just straight striking, whether it's MMA, yeah. whether it's jujitsu, whether it's kung fu, yeah, you know. Martial arts is martial arts. Right. Now, self-defense is self-defense. So there, there, just like you said, there aren't any rules of engagement, you know, when it comes down to protecting yourself. Right. But when it comes down to sport, there are rules. Right. And that's the whole thing. That was kind of one of the reasons why I kind of stepped away from it a little bit because, shit, all these years, man, I always had rules. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of rules, you know, from from uh, from kung fu tournaments to I used to <laughs> I used to uh, sneak my ass into a lot of karate tournaments. They used to have a lot of Budweiser mm-hmm. uh, Budweiser tournaments in um, in uh, St. Louis uh, in the '90s. And uh, man, I used to go there, and everybody arrogant as hell, you mm-hmm. know. And they like, yeah, I can I can kick high, I can do all these little kicks and and, and um, uh, do all these acrobatic things. But they were fighting the same person that did the exact same thing as them. Right. But then if they stepped out of that, they might get lucky on the street. Might. Mm -hmm. But if they stepped out of that and they weren't used to fighting the exact same person that knew the same thing. Right. They're out of their comfort zone. And then next thing you know, they're either getting their ass handed to them or they're, they're becoming the victor. I figure I feel that if you are a martial artist, you should fight and you should combat with people that do not know the exact same thing as you. So you can prepare yourself for any situation. That's the way I see it. You yeah. know, training, training all day with 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 your with uh, your peer, with um with a person that knows knows what you do. Uh, I mean that I'm trying to get the words out. You're good. Just waking up too. You're good, bro. You're all good. Uh, so when you text me, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm trying to wake up, bro. <laughs> I'll be there. Dang. So, I'm an early riser, dude. Yeah, I am too. That's the thing. And, and so it kind of took me by surprise when you text me. I'm like, damn, I'm actually asleep. But, uh, <laughs> but what I was trying to say was if you're, if you're training, let's say, in karate. Yeah. And then you have another one of your, uh, one of your peers that – that's training in the same thing. Right. Definitely go at it, have at it, you know, uh, enhance your fighting ability, uh, with that martial art, with that other person. But at the same time, do not forget every situation is different. Everybody doesn't fight like that other person. Everybody doesn't fight like how you fight in your dojo and along with all the other students that are in your dojo and venture off, you know, Figure something else out. Uh, choose someone else to combat. Don't 
try to beat their ass. I'm just saying, train with them. Kind of test yourself. Yeah, test yourself out. See if see what techniques work for this particular situation because it it may work for that situation or it may not. You know, I used to uh, when I was younger, I had a, a group of buddies. You know that I mean they they everybody did all kinds of shit. I had a buddy that did ninjutsu and uh, true form ninjutsu, not not the the TV shit where you. <laughs> throwing smoke bombs out and shit and all that and throwing ninja stars. No, it, was, it was hand-to-hand. I had um, hand-to-hand combat. Uh, I had a gentleman, um, uh, uh, rest in peace, his name's uh, Donald Mills, and uh, he was uh, Kung Fu. Yeah. And um, then I had another rest in peace uh, gentleman of mine, a real good friend of mine, uh, Jonathan Edwards. Uh, we called him Red, and he was Taekwondo, and he was uh, Salat. What's and, Salat? Uh, it's Indonesian. Okay. The Indonesian martial art. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, uh, what was it? What was the movie? Uh, the Raid. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a badass movie. It's a dope ass movie. Dude, it's so fucking good. <laughs> dude, I love that movie. Oh my gosh. That's, the choreography. Yeah, that so was insane. Doing all, oh man. Dope. I okay. Mean, and he did that. So when. So it's kind of like Thai based. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. It's. it's I'd say it's closer closer well, to kung fu. Well, we're at I guess I meant like we're at in like Indonesia. Oh, uh, pff, I don't know. Oh, okay, um, no worries. I, I, I wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, I, I the the way they move, it's it's more fluid. Okay, you know, um, it's not not as a it's not a hard style. Okay, you know, uh, but yeah, man, he, he did that, and uh, my buddy, the other other gentleman, kung fu, and then you had ninjutsu. Uh, then I, I had a, a friend. Uh, well, I still have a friend. Uh, uh, his name's uh, Brian Brian Holland, and uh, he did uh, something called pen, pencration. Okay. And uh, yep. are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, did pencration. Okay. And um, I learned. I just I, we'd all gather around at a park or something and just go at it. Yeah. You know, and being younger, eh, it worked. <laughs> but older you know you you limit yourself in the amount of things that you do you know mm-hmm. uh because you you understand the the repercussions of what you what you're what you're throwing out there you know so if you end up hitting somebody you know you're at, at a younger age you're really not tripping off the fact that damn i might actually hurt this dude for real yeah. or if somebody else is throwing something they're they're in the same mindset now I get hit. Yeah. <laughs> I won't pay attention. I'm like, damn, I can't breathe. Got to feel a little bit of pee coming Dude, out. Different I don't know. perspective for yeah. sure, bro. That's why they always. I I never understood when I got old. I mean, when I was younger, the older you are, the wiser you get. Nah, mm-hmm. you just don't want to get hit. That's, <laughs> Shit, that's a mean, part of it. That's a part of the wisdom, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah you don't want to get hit, and you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to uh, take in that damage, man, because hell, you got to go to work. You know, you got to yeah. do all kinds of other stuff. But. Dude, I, I um I read this uh this thing from Dean Thomas the other day. You know who he is? He's uh-uh. he's a dude like an MMA legend. He does a lot of training these days. He works with um, like Tyron Woodley and a whole bunch of like other oh, yeah. top level fighters. And he was saying like. Uh, you know, when you're young and like 25, like you just want, you see that guy across the cage, you just want to eat his eyeballs. Yeah, said. dude. Oh my God. It's like, you just want to, you know, and, but then there becomes <laughs> a point to where it's like, you know, you see that guy and then you'd much rather like take him out to dinner and talk All it out time. than eat his eyeballs. And like, that's yep. when you know it's time to walk away. That's when you know. Yeah. There's definitely can, a mental shift. I can easily, 
easily vouch for that one, dude. Oh, like, I get it too. To the fullest. Yeah. I went in, I went in wanting to prove something to myself. Yeah, I get that external validation. Yeah, and and I, I'm not a competitive person. Never really have been. So if I did ever lose a fight, I really wouldn't trip off of it. Everybody else around me, damn dude, you could have won. You could have sat there. It's a sport, man. Yeah. It's a game to me, you know, mm. from all these years of me doing tournaments. Uh, not necessarily just MMA. But, yeah, man, I, I went in, and it was weird because I went in um, uh, during a uh, uh, a divorce. Okay. And, and I needed an outlet. Yeah, you know, I get that. You know, and, uh, when, and so, yeah, man, I went in mad, you know, pissed off. Dude looking at me over across the across the way, like, yeah, I'm gonna hurt this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my life. So and uh shoot, I'd be over there and as soon as that gate that cage closed, you already know the feeling. It's like it's it's an it's anxiety. You know? Yeah, bro, but there's no turning back. No turn oh no, you can turn back. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. I just seen it happen. Fucking pussy. Yep. <laughs> you cannot turn yes. back. You were fucking dude, you know what? Dude, there's I've this seen guy it on twice. Team. Yeah, dude. Dude, there's this guy on my team. He uh -huh. uh, he was a savage. His name is Lance Benoist. Okay. And uh he, he he ended up making it to the UFC, but as an amateur, bro, he showed up to a fight, it's fight day. And he's he's back there hitting pads. His opponent sees him hit pads and leaves. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck, dude? I've had people come and like talk shit at weigh-ins and then not show up the next day to fight. I've had yeah. that happen. I don't get it. I there's it, no turning back, bro. And, 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 <laughs> anxiety is a motherfucker, and fear is too. One of my biggest things in my uh, in my studio, I try to tell my clients, is fear is. False evidence appearing real, uh -huh. because even though he was throwing them, uh, him, uh, him that bag real hard through that whole time, he might have been scared. You know what I'm saying? He well, that guy was doing... a murderer. He yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but you know better that guy left. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like, I get it. Yeah, they're going through the same thing you are, dude. They're just human yeah. too. And like I say, man, when I went in, it was it was one of those things. I went in. I was I was upset. I was angry. Yeah. I needed an outlet. I didn't like not having control of my mental stability. Mm. So I needed to figure something out. Yeah, you don't want to fight angry. Yeah, yeah. And then when the cage closed, and <laughs> I actually saw him, I was like, "Hmm, I could do this." Because it wasn't. It's not like a kickboxing match. It's de MMA is. It's just not <laughs> because you fight you you're not going that ten round ten twelve round you're going that three rounds and it's like before before they even say go you've already fought shit damn near you've already fought those three rounds before you even threw a punch that's the way it feels that's how for for me it does yeah and I'm like, like damn I'm tired yeah I'm like fuck I'm tired oh shit and, yeah yeah oh damn he's he's coming towards me you know mm -hmm. but yeah dude I'm I'm that's the way I used to feel and um after after my very first fight uh the next fight my father told me he was like fight your fight you know and and that kind of based me and gave me a little bit more control of, of what I was doing. So I was a lot more technical, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I fought my own fight because I, I went, actually went in, uh, into MMA by mistake. I, was, I thought I was going into a Muay Thai tournament. Hmm. And I went in, went into this, uh, it was like a biker bar. Um, it was in Sedalia, Sedalia, Missouri. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, Sedalia, Missouri. And um, I went in, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I had a month to prepare. I'm thinking, I, I mean, I'm on the bag, low roundhouse. I'm going to tag. You thought you were doing Muay Thai? Yeah, I thought I was going to do Muay Thai. That's what the, the, the promoter told me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't happy about it. I could eat. Ooh, man, I could. I, I was just like, man, I can't believe this shit's about to happen. I walked in. You still decided I, to fight anyway? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because what'd you say? Pussy. Yeah, you, you don't <laughs> fucking turn around. Yeah, so <laughs> when I went in, I, I looked, and I was like, it's a cage there. Okay. And so I thought it was it was like an exhibition. Sometimes you can fight in a cage, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, so I, I've seen it happen. You mm-hmm. know, I've actually been to a couple of them. I'm like, okay, I'll, it's an exhibition, uh, exhibition fight. Yeah. You know, and I've fought MMA in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. You right. know, so uh, over in uh, over in Illinois, um, and yeah, man, I walked in. I was like, okay, cool. You know, not a real big deal. And then <laughs> I look over. Uh, I look look over in the far corner, and you got all these guys um, uh, shooting. You know, uh, 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 like uh, uh, shooting for a takedown, and all these other fighters. You know, doing kind of the same thing. And I'm like. I can't be the only kickboxer here. So you're strictly stand up at this point. Yeah. No no strictly wrestling or stand up. Jiu-jitsu or anything. Nothing. No experience. Not a single goddamn thing. Oh, Nothing. Wow. So <laughs> I I I walked over to the promoter and I asked him. I was like, "Hey, am I the only kickboxer? Where's the where's my where's my 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 fighter?" And he was like, "He over there." I was like, I know what I have to do with this 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 uh got the dude in a chokehold, his uh trainer. And uh he was like, Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Dang. My father was there too. He yeah. was like, Hey. <laughs> he was like, Hey man. Look like uh look like these cats uh doing that MMA shit. And I was like, Yeah, I know. And apparently uh I am too. He was like, What? And sure enough, he he said, uh, whew. Yeah, it looked like uh, looked like you about to get something. He, he's very honest. He's brutally honest sometimes, but yeah, he's like, looked like you about to uh, do some work. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, shit, just 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 do you do what you do. Yeah, and that was it. Do what I do, and I, I went for what I knew. And with me doing what I do. I was confident. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest things that that I found out in MMA is confidence. You know, if if you're confident in your techniques, then you can use your techniques to the fullest of their ability. Yeah. You know, and so if you got that one punch, you know, that one punch, if you're confident enough with that one punch, you're going to use that one punch that you have to the <laughs> fullest of your capability. You know, uh, whether it's that knee uh, low roundhouse, sidekick, whatever you have that you're really, really confident about, you know, you should really, really endorse it in the ring. You the know trap of that though is if they solve that fucking that that one little <laughs> that, oh yeah yeah that, it, it that sucks. one puzzle piece you got <laughs> yeah yeah it, it sucks I <laughs> mean you're but fucked. that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying but it's it's, it's a confident confident, thing yeah sure. you know granted you might get your ass handed to you yeah. Nine times out of ten, Probably. you still will. Yeah. Man. How long ago is this? Uh, I, I oh my first fight. I think it was in oh six. Oh six. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh oh six oh seven something like yeah. that. And then I think I I did it for about off and on about six years. Okay. And then after that, I was just like, nah. Yeah. I I lost I lost a few, and I was like. 
I, I just didn't didn't yeah. feel it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It just wasn't it wasn't fun. Was, no wasn't more. the path to pursue for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I didn't. I, I looked towards the future, and I was like, dude, I can't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, and it 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 just it just went there. Yeah, and uh, later on. Because I was a I was a bouncer, uh, too. I was a, a bouncer for some of the clubs. Well, shit, majority of the clubs in St. Louis. Um, and I got a, one of the bartenders. Uh, they had asked me to show him a couple of techniques. Yeah. You know, and um, I showed him. And then uh, then she she uh, ended up getting in contact with uh, a few of her friends, you know, and then. I'll show them. Yeah. You know, and then over time. This is kind of how you started your your, yeah. like your teaching career mm -hmm. in, with self-defense? Yep. Dang. Okay. Yeah, so. It's funny how it works, man. Yeah, you just kind of close one chapter, roll right into the next, and just start snowballing. Right. Right. And then after that, uh, it was another gentleman that I, it was a gentleman that I met uh, that was a, um, I think a VIP host. He, he wasn't a part I can't remember exactly what it no, was, always. but All the he was an actor. Yeah, dude, boring. it's it's just been so much. Just dude. one big movie. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, he had uh, he actually came to me, and he was like, "Dude, hey man, how you do that move that you did on the on, the, on these guys uh, at this uh, at, at the club?" And uh, I was like, "I can show you." And he was like, "Yeah, because I want to use it in a film that I'm in." Mm. And then um, I was like, "I'll show you." You know, I trained him for it, and uh, next thing you know. I'm meeting him at the, the 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 shoot. He ain't there at all. Really, dude? They had man. It was a full spread of food. They had the director there. He ain't show up, and I'm like, dude, what the, what the hell going on? You had the uh, director, and it was a local film, and you had the director. He had he kind of looked like a uh, um, uh, Patrick Stewart with the with, <laughs> his, with the the hair like hair, yeah. but it was kind of curly, and he was doing the typical stereotypical pulling his, his shit out and you know, <laughs> pulling his hair out because he was freaking out because he was that that guy was the main character. Yeah, it's like where the hell is he? Yeah, and it it sounds so cliche and it sounds like a sitcom, but it actually happened. It was like two hours before his uh his his scene, he wasn't nowhere to be found. They're calling him, so I called him later and he finally picks up the phone and he like hey what's going on dude and he's loud you hear in the background like pop, 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 pop. i'm like what the hell is that dude was on a, a helicopter he was getting he was touching down um uh for uh the walking dead oh really yeah, yeah. he and he went he i was like dude where you at he was like oh yeah yeah He's like, uh, what had happened was I just got this uh, really good deal, yeah. and uh, fuck y'all. Yeah, and I was sitting there like, wow. for real? And he was like, yeah, you, you, you're over there? He was like, man, just leave. I was like, no, man. I, mean, I ate all they donuts and shit. I can't do that. <laughs> and, uh, can't just eat and run. Right. And I, I even uh, I made me a, um, a black – I mean, I didn't, I didn't make the black shirt, but I, I got a black shirt, and I got some stencils, and I put uh, Stuntman <laughs> on, on, on it and everything. And uh, they, the the director was like, "Hey," <laughs> because I told him I was like, "Hey, man, he ain't showing up." And uh, he was like, "Oh, fuck!" Because they had they had a pretty decent production. Had they already started filming at this point? Yeah, so yeah. they had already all they had already had it ready, guy. man. It had green screen everywhere, and uh, it was it was cool. Um, but I wish I could give the name because it never actually came out. Oh, okay, uh, but, no worries. But uh, the director was. He was like, "Hey, you know his moves, don't you?" Like, like one of those sitcoms. He's like, "I was like, 
yeah. While I'm looking over there at a bear claw, sitting there getting ready to chomp down on it. Um, and uh, I was like, yeah, I do. And because I canceled my whole day. I was like, shit, I ain't doing nothing. Hell, chill here. And he was like, here, here are your lines if, if, if you, if you want to do it. And I looked around. I was like, all right, I'll do it. There ain't no problem. Did it. They loved it. The director was really arrogant. And he he would boast and brag, mm-hmm. so he ended up telling his 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 circle of friends that he had a fight coordinator, a fight choreographer, and I was like, I ain't nothing like that. Next thing you know, people started calling me, and then they they uh, they would ask me questions or they say, Hey, um, is it possible you can meet meet me here? I got an actor here. I want to see if uh, see how they can pan out, you know, mm-hmm. doing a certain a certain amount of techniques. And then next thing you know, I'm getting a couple of checks. And I'm like, that's what's up. Huh. And I got on social media. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, teaching uh, self-defense and I'm fight choreography for now. And they, everybody that I knew when I was growing up was like, dude, it's about damn time, dude. We got kids now, man. Hey, <laughs> let's go ahead and bring, can we bring them over to you? And at that time, I was in parks. I was just doing stuff in parks. And yeah. then I moved them over into my, into my home. And then um, that's where I met, actually, uh, um, uh, uh, Bodine. Okay. Yeah. So, Dang. and so he was one of my, one of my, one of my very first students. That's what's yeah, up. So, and, um, yeah, moved him there. Well, moved uh, into the house and then got a studio in Creve Core over time um, and was working at a, a car dealership as a, a service advisor. And while I had that studio, got fired from there because they, they just didn't like all the stuff that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never looked back. And that was, that had to have been at least, at least 10 years ago. Okay. Eight or ten? No, about ten years ago. Yeah, going so, a decade strong. So yeah. at that point, how long had you? You had so you kind of went through the whole journey. Um, how long have you been doing like martial arts at that point? Uh, at that point, I mean, like twenty plus years in at that point. Yeah, right? I mean, because I, I've I've been in martial arts since I was five. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So what? So you started at five? What was it karate? Nah. What no, was it? No, I went karate. <laughs> that's how most people start. That's how I started. Ain't it? Ain't yeah. it, 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 it? Or you hear somebody say, oh, yeah, man. You know, I, I used to do karate. I'm like, how long ago? They in their 40s. Man, I think I was about six. Yeah. <laughs> like, riding son of a bitch. Finish, stop this conversation. Yeah. But no, nah, uh, it was Kung Fu. Okay. I love Kung Fu, dude. Between Jackie Chan and uh, Bruce Lee, pff, you couldn't tell me nothing. How'd you find a Kung Fu instructor? Oh, well, at that time. That's what I'm saying. It was a lot. Really? It, it was a decent amount. Really? Of, uh, Kung Fu, uh, You're from school. here in St. Louis? Yeah. I'm so from, there's a good amount here yep, in the city. University City. Yep. Okay. They had one called Sing's uh, Kung Fu uh, on Olive. And then. Olive. Um, you know, that actually does kind of make sense. Yeah. You know, that area over there. Yeah. Uh, multicultural, big old melon pot. You know, yeah. it was it was uh, there. And then you had a lot of uh, Kempo schools. Then you had uh, karate schools. Um, I think they had a ninjutsu school called Three Rivers. Um, and then my place, uh, before it, uh, shut down at that time, uh, in the nineties was, uh, it was the multi-arts academy, hmm. uh, and it was based like out in St. Charles. Um, but they had a multitude of different instructors that one guy, he taught American kickboxing, another, uh, another instructor, he taught, uh, uh, boxing. 
another instructor taught Muay Thai, and he he was just stepping in. And then, um, as far as the kung fu, um, uh, I learned uh, in the same spot, you know. So, and then I had two friends of mine that did it as well, but yeah. they did totally different forms, you know. So it was cool. He he taught me uh, something called long fist, hmm. long fist kung fu. And, What's that? Uh, it's it's a honestly it's another form of uh kung fu kung fu has so many you have five animal you have long fist kung fu you have uh 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 uh, uh, uh what's another one um uh shit there's all these different styles it's so many and it always goes back to the exact same thing they all have the same fu. foundation though yeah okay exactly uh so uh That's it's just up. a totally different form um so you've done a lot of striking arts, just yeah. all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you compete in like boxing or anything like that? Did no. you ever do like golden gloves or? No. No, just a lot of martial arts uh-huh. tournaments growing up? It's a funny story. My father, he is an ex-Marine. Okay. And he is a boxer. And he got golden gloves in the Marines. Okay. So from what I understand, I did not like the structure and how technical boxing was. Really? As a kid. I love the, you know, going in, kind somebody strike. Stuff. Yeah, I love the fluidity the fluidity yeah. of Kung Fu. Yeah. I loved it. And no one would expect it, you know, uh, because majority of the people that I grew up with, they had some type of boxing background. Yeah. And when I would come in with them, come in to, to spar with them or, or if they – like do the shadow boxing and stuff they weren't really expecting me to uh not have to load up a punch you know not have to twist my twist uh, uh twist my hips you yeah. know and 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 base myself you know i can move around them you know but yeah. like going back to my dad um since he was a boxer and he noticed that i didn't it wasn't what i wanted he showed me how to fight a boxer so me knowing the martial art that I knew and then me working with my dad that that helped me yeah. you know so when it did come down to the to someone you know that was a boxer coming up to me because I've actually had uh, uh a couple of boxers um yeah, surely you, surely you got into fights oh yeah 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 most yeah. definitely I mean that's that's, that's so, a no-brainer but uh they they would um they didn't expect my my techniques to yeah. To over. So how do you incorporate kung fu into like a street fight? Uh, if because so, like, and I'm just thinking like in high school, like we're all full of testosterone, we're all fighting. Yeah. And like for me, I wrestled in high school, so like my natural tendency is I'm probably gonna like close the distance and like take you down and mm-hmm. start beating the shit out of you. But like if you're a boxer, your thing is I'm probably gonna box you. Yeah. So it's like, how do you incorporate kung fu into like a fight like that? Okay. With me. It's don't stop. That's that's one of the main things. Don't stop and use your power from each one of the strikes. It's not like fighting the same uh, martial art as as you're used to. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna use let's say if I'm gonna use my my kung fu techniques, I'm not gonna dance around. I'm gonna use what is what's a strong a strong uh, um, uh, technique, you know. So, me loading up on my punch, 
you know, it could work, you know, so me pulling back and then me basing my basing myself and then throwing that punch is, I mean and 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 adding a lot of power into that punch, great. That's cool. But what can get me from point A to point B quicker? Yeah. Will I load up, throw this punch with another combination, with another uh series of other punches, or will I shorten it and then figure out a way to load up from yeah, my body. yeah, that's just bad form. If anybody loads up, they're just they just suck. You yeah. should you shouldn't load up. I mean, some people do if you, you really should. have the time. But, but it, you that's, remember, you that's, said that's, fight. That's bad form. <laughs> so you said fight. Yeah, that person that people does, do it though. You yeah, see it all the time. People that are in a street fight, they don't do that. Yeah. I mean, they 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 don't think about that. Yeah, they're just the St. Louis mentality. You got the the the, the hands up, <laughs> the pull the pants up. If you got that type of person. Or the the real wild ass haymakers. See a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're powerful. Yeah. So but how do you go do straight it? down the fucking pipe? Just right. Bah, 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 bah. And with me, with kung fu, I already have it in my head where you're gonna aim. Yeah. You're not gonna aim right here. You're not gonna kick me. You're not gonna do anything like that. You're gonna yeah. try to knock me out. Yeah. So with me knowing that this punch is going to aim, I mean, come to my head. What do I need to do? Yeah. Pay attention to each one of those uh, punches and find out where that punch is coming from. Punch is coming from the body. You got to end in the end is the fist. You know what I'm saying? You take out the body. I mean, yeah. shit, you ain't got Body shots are vicious, bro. Hell yeah. So the thing is, I try to uh, explain to a lot of my, my, uh, my clients, man, you got the head. Why would you follow something this big during the whole course of the time that you're fighting? Go for the body. That's what you want to do. You go low, then you go high. That's the easiest way to do it. For me, I go low, then I go high. And if someone, and the other thing is, when I was younger, if you did get into a fight with me, and (laughs) I got friends that that talk about it all the time, because I used to be called Kung Fu Beat. (laughs) But um, if you got into a fight with me, expect the worst, because I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I hurt you because I don't want to get hurt. So if I'm aiming for something, I'm aiming for it and I'm going to stay with it. If you throw a punch at me, I understand what a punch is made out of. Out of five fingers. I have snapped fingers easily because I know it's coming at me. I mean, I eat the punch just to break a finger so I can't eat another punch. You're going to you try to get saying? their hand and break their Hell finger? yeah. Because – you can close a fist this, I mean, tight as hell. It's still not hard to pull one open. You know what I'm saying? It's really not. You can get one of these puppies out. You know, you. I'm pretty sure you've had to do it in a clinch. You know what I'm saying? So have you ever had to do that? Try to try to kind of yeah. open it up? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know if it's from here, maybe. Yeah, I guess you, you could find a way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, even if even in a chokehold, that was kind of, that was another thing that I had an issue with, you know, um, with MMA. For me, and just me, I had an issue with the limitations. Of? Like, in, in, uh, of, of what I could do and what I couldn't. Um, and it, it goes back to all the tournaments that I was in, too. Because I understand it's a sport, right? And that's that's my understanding. And and if I know all these different types of martial arts, and then I go in 
and I'm limited to the amount of things that I can do, then, you know. Like what couldn't you do that you would have preferred to have done? Oh, man. Um, pressure points um, under, the, uh, under the shoulder. You know, pressure point under knuckle, the shoulder? Knuckle under the shoulders. Why can't uh, you do that? It's Missouri. They pay attention. They pay attention. How would they it. know that if you're just putting your hand there? You got a ref. The ref's standing right over, right around you, you know. So if um, – okay, I got one. Um, I I was in a – I can't even remember the name of it. So Rear naked choke? Uh, rear naked. Um, the, the gentleman, he didn't have it placed right. So I could move around a little bit. Okay. You know, I was able to turn around belly on belly and – it was a point that he was basically kind of – he still had that. He was he was scared and he was nervous, but the more he pressed down, it was basically pushing me in. I tried to get up. I tried to um, – They base up? Base up, and uh, and I think I tried to flip, uh, flip, him, flip him back over, but – it was it was a point where I just felt like I I could just put put a knuckle in a rib, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with even with the gloves on, yeah. it, it just felt right. Or a thumb in right here. These are pressure points that that I that I learned. Yeah. You know, uh, but you know I know it's a sport. You know. I don't see and, why you can do that. I don't know. I don't know if those are illegal. No, they're illegal. It's just like kicking in the nuts. <laughs> so. No, man, I've been around MMA for a long time, dude. And they'll tell you like you can't, you can't low blow, you can't, you can't hit to the back of the head. There's certain, because there's certain joints they don't let you attack. Like you can't like kick. Even then, you actually fucking can. Like you can't kick somebody in the head. You can't like knee a downed opponent. Right, I um, got that. I actually got that yeah, on video. You can't put your hand on like somebody's throat. There's no right. like eye gouging, no fish hooks. But like if you're just digging. I do. I dug. I dig knuckles in your face, bro. So if you like, I'm, really, I'm, yeah. No, man. If you put a knuckle in somebody's rib, I don't know how it would be if you like were digging a thumb into a rib or something. Mm -hmm. But like, if you're just digging a knuckle in something into a pressure point, there's, yeah, you man. can do that for sure, bro. Because if I if I grab you mm -hmm. and I put my thumb into you, what's you can't stop that. What's stopping that's, it? That's yeah. not illegal. You can do that for sure. Because yeah, now I know in in Missouri. Um, when I was doing it, they were telling me that I couldn't do a, a knee to the head. Yeah, you can't no do elbows, that. No elbows. No elbows. Not as an um, amateur. No, um, uh, no, it's it's a, uh, some type of joint lock um, that you couldn't do. No heel. Well, sometimes you could do heel hooks. I thought you could do heel hooks. Um, you can't, no, no small joint manipulation. Yes, that's it. Um, uh, I had a guy's foot. I had a guy's foot at one point in time, and, yeah. I, and I was I was I was wrenching on it, wrenching on it. Were you wrenching on his toes? Uh, no, no. Uh, I had the top part of his foot, so right here. Yeah. Um, you had an ankle lock. And I was pulling back, and at right there, he was he he uh, patted my uh, patted my shoulder. He's like, nope, and he kept doing that, and hmm. that was uh, downtown at the uh, sports um, the sports. Uh, are you familiar with? The down downtown on Broadway. Yeah, I the, fought there before. Okay, I think Golden Gloves down there. Um, what's, that's interesting. What's the name of it? Uh, it's um, it's it's like the Broadway Boxing Club, I do believe. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, in Soulard. Yeah. It's in Soulard. Yeah, it's, it's right like down. a little small. Yeah, like they allow smoking in there and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's called the Broadway Boxing Club. I could be wrong, but uh, I know that. they do Golden Gloves and shit down there. And they do like 
pro wrestling and stuff in there. Okay, because that that was one that they said I couldn't do. Um, huh. Uh, but you know, honestly, it was it just felt I felt limited, man. Yeah, I, I really did, and. Uh, granted, I didn't expect me to be jumping around doing all kinds of acrobatic shit, but yeah. you know, even in even doing a lot of the the Muay Thai, you know, uh, um, uh, techniques, that was another thing that I was really really not used to. Muay Thai, um, which part? The clinch or just? No, 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 no. Um, I'm speaking of uh, the way that I fought in Muay Thai was not the way that I could fight in. MMA I can easily say that um, because I was a striker so with me being a striker that meant elbows that meant uh, that meant knees in which I can do the knees but um, it doesn't lend to MMA if you have just like a strict Muay Thai stance and don't forget that's how I went in doing yeah because you'll get taken down yeah Um, because they're the same as me. They don't like getting hit either. <laughs> so, Nobody likes getting hit, bro. That shit does not feel good. Oh, well, you know it's a few of them that do like getting hit. Some they people, don't it turns them on. Like, yeah, they like, they, like they, the, the flip switches, the switch flips, rather, and, like, they Look. will, it's like they're on now, and it's like, all right, let's fight, motherfucker. Nah, bro, <laughs> they, that like shit turned me off. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now, um, so when they would come in, they knew what to expect yeah. in the ring. They knew that I was I was going I was going to work them and I was going to be really really fast. So they had to yeah. figure out a way to get me down. And if they got me down, it was a 50-50 chance because yeah. man, jujitsu wasn't my thing, yeah. you know. And I respected to the fullest, but it just wasn't me at that time. Um, I do still, um, I still do respect it, but. That's not something that I incorporate in the self-defense that I teach because I work I I do a certain type of um, type of self-defense. You know, okay. I work with uh, law firms. So since I work with law firms, um, people that are going through harassment, sexual abuse, uh, domestic battery cases, things like that, judicial system doesn't want to put them um, uh, doesn't consider them high risk. They'll they'll hire me on. You know, and if they're in between court cases, they have like a week, two weeks, a couple of months, they hire me on. And they just, you just work with? I work with them uh, yeah. privately. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what I what I tend to do is I teach common sense techniques, and I try to simplify things to the point to where it's not super, super technical, where people can actually use it. Uh, a lot of, um, like, uh, a lot of different uh, studios or, or, or martial art uh, places, they teach – they teach the art form, okay? The art form is one thing. The technique is another. So when I do it, I'm teaching the technique, not the martial art. Because learning the martial art, that takes time. It's just like painting, you know? It's it's literally just like painting, hence the word art. You get better and better over time. People need it now. So the rules of of uh of self-defense kind of it's kind of changed you know in a way it's not a thing of okay i need self-defense i'm going to go to this school you know a lot of times people are getting fucked up you know left and right yeah you know it's not a 
it's it's a no-brainer. Every single time you look on the news, somebody's gotten attacked. Every single time you you get on uh, on uh, social media, somebody's uh, gotten attacked. Uh, or <sighs> yeah, man. Well, the thing is, dude, people who are getting attacked, like oftentimes, like if you don't know how to defend yourself, or like there's just something about when you know how to defend yourself. And like it, it gives you a certain confidence, yeah. and then you, you you like if you display that like you're not like a soft target, right? You know what I mean? Like there's just a certain way that you carry yourself. So like if you don't have that knowledge or that ability, unbeknownst to you, you probably kind of carry yourself a certain way, right. which a predator is most likely to you know prey upon. But this is it's the thing. unfortunate for sure. Yeah, this is the question: Where do you get that confidence? You gotta train to fight, bro. You gotta, you gotta learn to fight. You gotta train. You gotta learn. And the first step is actually knowing that hey, you know what? I might need something. Yeah. You know? uh, so besides me working with those people, because that's that's kind of not necessarily forced upon me, but it's a it's it's a a, a thing where they need me. The the law firms need me. So I teach private lessons to the average person too so when they come to me hey i got i got two daughters you know i need a i need you to uh, teach them and i'll be like i can teach them how about let me teach you too you know it's not a it's not a thing of oh i'm gonna teach just this one person no if if you feel comfortable enough for me to teach these these daughters of yours self-defense let me teach you something too you know, or just come into the studio and see what I'm doing. And maybe you can pick it up and then maybe somebody else that you may know, you can show them. You know, I'm not necessarily worried about me losing business. You know, as long as there's violence in, in the world, hell, I'm unfortunately good. You know, I would rather everyone reap the benefits of what I what I have to offer. Um, it's not a thing of me chasing money. It's a thing of me showing somebody my abilities and showing somebody my talent and being able to use my talent to benefit them, you yeah. know, in the long run and benefit their families. Um, I had, uh, I had at, uh, at one point in time, I had a, 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 a student that, um, she, she was getting abused by the boyfriend, uh, and the mom got in contact with me to teach them teach her and teach the daughter or the, the daughter okay. teach the daughter now i get that you're concerned about your daughter but what about you if you have this idea that it's a possibility that your daughter may get hurt or um uh or injured well injured uh during the time that they're in, they're in this relationship or she's trying to get out of this relationship, what do you do? Are you just going to sit back and just let that happen? I mean, let, let the daughter get taught or are you going to come in too? What if they know how to fight? They're just not, they just don't have the, the, the bandwidth to teach the kid how to fight. That's what they need. You it always start with a what if, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, but that's the thing you, you don't know. And obviously you get in contact with me you need something yeah something's missing you know uh a lot of a lot of um families uh when it uh a a lot of self-defense came from families teaching their their children you know uh dads moms 
teaching them how to defend themselves. Yeah, it's been passed down. Yeah, it was passed down. Yeah. Um, that got lost somewhere. Oh, yeah. We're not warrior people no. like we used to be. We still have a small class. But even then, though, I wonder how many how many people really were warriors back in the day. I wonder, yeah. like, I mean, society is society. Well, I can't even say just having a, like, having that warrior's mentality, just protecting what you got, you know? You should I mean, know it. Yeah, for just sure. something. You don't want to be out there being a victim. Yeah, and that's why I try to simplify yeah. how I teach because of the simple fact we don't have that protective mentality, you know, where, where you're just like, oh, dude, don't fuck with my family or don't don't take this from me. I'm going to make sure that I that I give you everything I got. You know, yeah, they don't have nobody has that. Yeah. So, so your so your philosophy is just really geared towards like when teaching these like these martial arts, it's, it's just more focused on like when we're talking about the self the self-defense aspect of it is to help these people learn just the 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 most simple effective techniques that they can immediately implement yeah and And then later on then i start teaching more elaborate things. start layering in the things yeah so it it has to start simple because when you take a class of mine as soon as you walk in you're going to learn something as soon as you walk out you're going to have some type of confidence back in it, you yeah. know, because you feel confident in what you just learned. Is that where the name logic martial yeah. arts comes from? Yep. It's just like very logical. Yep. Yep. That's exactly where it comes from. Everything has a, has a starting point and everything has an ending. And that's the way I see it. Um, if you can hurt yourself just by walking through the house randomly, bump into a table you know stub that pinky toe bro i almost stepped on a Lego. pinky off the other day see <laughs> you know you can do something <laughs> something so jacked up to your own self yeah why should it be that hard to hurt another person you see what i'm saying if and and, and you 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 go off a pain scale well i go off a pain scale from one to ten pinching a person maybe it's a three the other person might be a five, you know. Your main objective is to get that person to 13, <laughs> okay? Past so, the point. Past the point. Yeah. And that's what ends it. Yeah. It's not a thing of you uh, discussing it, you know, with the with the assailant, you know. It's getting that person to the point to where all they can think about is protecting themselves, mm-hmm. okay? So you throwing you, – you guys throwing hands, you know, going at it, punching, 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 left, right, left, right, left, right, kicking, whatever. That's cool. All right. You're gonna probably you're gonna get hurt. You know, you're gonna have some something. But why are you still throwing punches? Apparently it don't hurt that much. Break somebody's finger, <laughs> can't close a fist, yeah, can't throw a punch. You know. A person walk up to you, what's one of the main things that they do? A whole bunch of that. You know, it, it it has a starting point, then it has an ending. This is St. Louis. You know, big thing is about a lot of St. Louisans is we have to start it off with that. That's what I remember. Hmm. And that's what I'm I'm used to, especially me being a bouncer. Man, you ain't going to do shit. So-and-so, so-and-so, whoop-de-wop, whoop-de-wop, doing all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, dude, you got to go. You know, I ain't going nowhere on blood or on crib or 
on set, whatever, I don't care. But they would do that, and you notice that I smile a lot too. So do you think that was a good thing or a bad thing uh, for me? pissed them off. Oh, man, it was horrible. It's in their smile on their face. Yeah, so what do you do? You simplify it. If that person is standing in front of you and they're ready for you, step on their foot, push them back, stay on that foot. I don't know. I might hear a slide and I might hear a pop. Broken least, ankle, can't run. At the very least, get them off balance. Yeah, you yeah. get them off balance while you stand, literally standing on a foot. Guess what? Even if it doesn't mess up that ankle, and I've done this. My wife, she's uh, she used to um, come to uh, come to the clubs while I used to. Um, well, she was my my fiance at the time. She used to come to the clubs while I was working as a bouncer. <laughs> she's seen it. <laughs> so <laughs> I step on their foot, push them straight back. I mean, not a not a. Uh, no, I'm forceful. Yeah. Real push. Stay on it. Foot ain't going to go nowhere. The foot is made to be planted down. It's not made to lift up, you know, um, um, from the ankle. So stay on it. I hear a slide, hear a pop. Sometimes, hell, you can hear it over the music sometimes. You know, I've done it twice. Hmm. And uh, dude falls, and shit, can't go nowhere. You know, the other thing is if that doesn't work, the hip's going to pop out. The hip's gonna you're gonna injure your hip because you're trying your body's trying to compensate for that weight being uh, <laughs> being off, you know. Yeah, with all that you, force. Oh my god, it's horrible. Hmm. Because as soon as you move back, you're gonna try to step back. Yeah. That don't work. If you're not in shape, you're gonna fuck something up for yeah, sure. Yeah, something gonna happen. Um but yeah, stuff like that, man. I think about I'm gonna <laughs> poke someone in the eye if yeah. I I'm not fucking around with you. I'm just gonna poke you in the eye and probably walk away. If some flew in your eye, what happens? It hurts. Oh, dude, you immediately, like, just you're, you close your eyes, you squint them, like, and if you get poked, dude, that's... Oh, yeah. I start horrible. watering. This shit is tough, dude. It's hard to recover. But when, when I'm It's saying, easy to get a finger in there. Oh, hell yeah. So a lot of times with... with uh, And these are, like, my very first classes. Those are some of the main things that I show. I'm okay. like, hey, you can teach you three things, and you'll feel confident as hell. Motherfucker ain't gonna fuck with you. They walk up on you, poke your ass in your eyes. Four fingers, one of these is guaranteed to go in. Yeah. Not this, one of these. Oh, yeah. All of them. But if you can can thump yourself, think think about this, use your imagination. If you had your eyes wide open, somebody walked over to you, hey, what's up, bro? And just thumped you directly in the eye. How painful would that be? That hurt. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that that's a self-defense technique. I'm just saying you know how that feels. All your eyes are are two jelly-filled orbs. That's it. These can get damaged so quickly and so permanently to where it will end everything. If you understand these little small things can get damaged and, and, uh, and it can cause such a great problem, why in the hell would you sit there and ball your fists up and try to hit somebody? On a, on a uh, continuously, when you know this can injure a lot more than striking a person. Yeah, it just it it doesn't it doesn't sit well with me sometimes. With me being a self defense instructor, if I'm in a altercation, especially with me being the age that I am, first off, I shouldn't have a problem with anyone. With me being in my forties, 
that's 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 young shit. So why are we having issues right now? Yeah, yeah we can probably get out of this situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if it comes down to the point to where I am ready to put hands up, that means that person is dead serious. There's there's a point of no return. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I'm thinking about is throwing some kicks, throwing some punches. I plan on hurting this person to the point to where they can't hurt me. You want to stop them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't see I don't see it ending well for me. If someone's willing to 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 inflict harm on you, that means that they're willing to do they they're they're willing to go the extra mile. You know, what's their stopping point? You know, you don't really know. You don't, especially if they've if they've been taking drugs or something. Yeah. They might not have one. So why would you why would you take the risk in doing this? Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Let's try to end as fast as possible. Let's let's end it, man. Effective. So you can go home because you you doing all these the, this acrobatic, all these elaborate things, and at the end of the day. <laughs> It's it's not that damn hard for that person to be like, I'll be right back. Then <laughs> <laughs> sit there and pop. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I'm allergic to bullets. Think, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think as a society, people have just we've we're so far removed from like just hard things. Like mm-hmm. on, on a day to day, like life's pretty easy. You know, instant gratification. You don't have to like go hunt for your food. You don't have to like. It, you know, you're not you're not fighting with anybody for resources. Right. And you shouldn't. Right, you shouldn't it's, have to. it's great that we're there, but just so we, but we're almost like we're so far gone. We're like you know, obesity is such a big issue in yeah. in our country. You know, not many people are very healthy. Not many mm-hmm. people like to push themselves and challenge themselves. Right, right. And you know, we like to watch fighting on TV, and it's you're, you're just so far removed from the difficult aspect. And then we have we live in such a great place to where it's like you know we can we're pretty safe you know, to go do things, you know what I mean? Like, I don't got to worry about anybody, like, kicking in my fucking door right now. Yeah. And, like, with the military takeover, you know, like, some places. But that safety is also an illusion. Yeah, it's, and a, it's it creates a big com- illusion. It creates complacency, right? And th- that's where people are so far removed as a society. Mm-hmm. Like, we watch fighting. You watch fighting, and you see people get hit, and those shots don't look like they hurt. Like, you don't, you're not feeling yeah. those. You're like, oh, cool, yeah, man, It's cool. entertainment. You it's don't, you don't, true entertainment You don't think it hurts. Everyone. We watch football. You don't think that shit, those people have fucking headaches for three days after that? Mm-hmm. Like, we forget. We're so far removed. Well, since since we are. Uh, but that to, shit hurts. Like, like, to your point, a flick on the fucking yeah, eye hurts, man. You sit there and, 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 and tag somebody in the nose, just, like, flick the nose or something, you know? It hurts. You we know? forget, you, man. And, like I was telling you, it's not hard to hurt a hurt hurt a human being it's really not no you can get a q-tip you can go in your ear get the earwax out and you're like oh shit my eardrum you know that hurts you know it's how badly can you can you hurt a person to the point to where they can't do any do anything to you and just what you were saying with um with everyone's gotten so comfortable with uh, with um, watching watching a lot of these fights and thinking nothing hurts, those are the bit- biggest cri- critics, the ones that don't know. I've I've heard people um, they're like, man, you lost that fight, man, dude, that's fucked up, dog. So I'm like, because people who know don't they don't respond they, that they way. They will never respond that way. But I'll be like, dude, you ain't ever in your life 
going to sit there and walk in a cage. You're as, so exposed. Oh, hell yeah. As soon as that cage door closes, that is one of the craziest experiences ever. You're elevated. You're, oh. you're half naked. All these people are around. Man. You got assholes yelling at you. They're right next to the yep. cage. Yep. It's cold in there. It, Sometimes. It's usually a little chilly <laughs> yeah. in there, dude. It's just this other guy staring at you all fucking me, and he's probably scared, Everybody too. Everybody already you drunk You got the ref in you. there. Yeah. People are drunk. Dude, I've I've fought in places before they allowed smoking. That sucks, yeah. too. Yeah. You got smoke in the air sometimes. Um, Sparta. Sparta, Illinois. Uh, it was at a. Uh, it was at a, uh, one of the... Um, Shit, shit! It was right off the highway at one of the hotels at the time. They had they had allowed smoking, Dude, and then the sucks. one over in car uh, makes it hard to breathe. Was it like Spruels? Not Spruels. Uh, Spr- it was uh, it was another one in Belleville. Okay, in Belleville, Illinois. Yeah. they allowed it too. It was like a, a dining hall or mm. something like that. Yeah, dude. I couldn't handle it. It dog. sucks. Man. It was horrible. It sucks. But uh, yeah, Been man. There. You know, like I say, man, back to you, you were talking about the rent. <laughs> but yeah, man, people get so so used to seeing it and then if like I was telling you, simplifying it, those ones that actually go in willing to, you know, um uh fight, whether it's MMA, kickboxing, whether it's uh uh salat, kung fu, karate, taekwondo, all of those those are those uh those groups that honestly still have it, you know, uh that that are that are actually uh uh showing people that hey, you know what? We can do do things. We can uh we can uh show that we um we're capable of of uh of you know, performing uh extraordinarily you know uh instead of just sitting in the house you know uh um watching you know what you do wa- watching these fights you know criticizing people about um uh, uh certain ways that uh that they fight uh, or uh hell even even playing football you know you got guys that are big critics on football ba- bas- basketball ain't never walked in damn everyone's uh, a critic yeah ain't never walked in a, in a court on a court they never walked on a uh, field, yeah. You know, but they they talk shit. They talk shit oh, all yeah. about the guy, <laughs> you know. But I I I have respect for all the martial arts. Um, I have respect for anyone willing to learn. I have respect for anyone having an idea, you know, of uh, saying, "Hmm, maybe I could do it." First step is saying, "Hmm, maybe I could." You know, that's the first step. Second step is picking up the damn phone you know looking around researching you yeah. know and then third step is saying hey show me something you know yeah starts with a thought ends with an action starts with it same reason i started man lady uh real good friend of mine man she was like hey you know you you have so many great ideas but you always scare yourself out of them and and that's why that was the extra that was the other boost of me um starting to uh starting to teach. She was like, You need to stop scaring yourself out of success. Yeah. And Type I was of like belief. Huh. Maybe. And then sure enough, I got on Facebook and I was like, Hey uh hey, hey, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you believe so. that you can do it. You, yeah. Dude, how long? So how long you been? Ten years now, right? Yeah, man. Dude, yeah. so you just all day just think about fucking fighting. You're just like, how can I put together this 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 choreograph like this choreographed scene for a movie? Or how can I teach this person how to like not? Die? You're just <laughs> you're just live in that headspace of like, man, the world's so fucking dangerous. But I gotta make this fight scene look super cool. Well, <laughs> you you just think about anymore. fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I think about food, man. Uh, Shit, yeah. I, we live in a good city for it, man. We're, we're like a little hidden gem for the culinary scene, bro. It's oh not like God. so massive that somebody can't come in and do some shit, but like we have a lot of really good dude. food spots, dude. It's a hidden gem, bro. I'm a like, food nut, People dude. don't realize, man. So if you put a hamburger and then you put a, a, a martial arts tournament in front of me. <laughs> it's like you're in heaven. Yeah, dude, no. have you been to Max Local Eats? Uh, no, no, I have no, not no. been there yet. It's like the next one on my list for like yeah. burgers. Yeah, they, they're downtown. I think in South City, but they look, okay. they look delicious. They're down by I think um, it's my studios by downtown. Limp by Limp yeah. Brewery. Limp, okay, I think so. But to check them out. I've been man. wanting to check them out. I'm a burger person, dude. Dude, I, I love burgers. Love them. I love That's it. That's my shit. Because I, uh, I I know I, I like burgers and I like sushi. Oh, so yeah. those like are my sushi. two favorite. Two favorite things. I can man. dig it. I don't. Well, I don't think so. If I think of like, I I wouldn't pair. Uh, I get why you're saying that. I think like like burgers and pizza are like my favorite. Like yeah. just like bad foods. It bet quote unquote bad. You get. I think some burgers are pretty healthy. I don't really oh, yeah. do a lot of buns. I like bison burgers. Oh yeah, bison burgers yeah. are great. But bison yeah, I fuck up deal. some sushi. I, just, I uh, it was at Black Market Eats. They sell uh, uh we had that's one on uh Vander Vendor. Okay, they have um, a sushi burrito. Yeah, and I don't. You I, liked it? I do. Did I do. You? It's. I mean, it just depends on how I get it made. You yeah. know, it's kind of pricey. But I've only know. had it one time. I wasn't a fan. No, it was just so big, and <laughs> um, I don't know, like. My, I have a little bit more of a tolerance, but I'm not a big fan of the seaweed wrap, which is weird okay. because like I'll okay. eat roasted seaweed. Like yeah. I like seaweed. It's just for some reason that wrap that they use on is maybe it's just the texture. I'm not a big fan of seaweed I wrap. I do know sushi. what you're saying. It's, and it's, that was a it's really big gummy. ass wrap, and it's super thick. It's hard to bite through. It does get kind of gummy. Yeah, I didn't. It's just not my shit, man. I tear it up, bro. Dude. <laughs> Uh, like, I can dude, dig it. I don't hate on it. Like, I like poke bowls. That's my yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, 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 poke doki. yeah. Pokey dokey. Pokey dokey down in, there. Uh, yeah. In the loop, man. Yeah, my my wife one. loves that, man. But yeah, shit. That's that's all me. Like I said, you can put those two things in front of me. I'm first. I'm gonna choose the food first, okay? And then I, I might look over, look over there <laughs> in the tournament because I, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't think about it. I don't think about either as much as I used to. Because I used to, man, I used so to think about it. Oh, my God. I used to be on it, dude. I, who I used to want to be like was Van Damme. Yeah. I used to always want to be like that was Van like Damme. your motivation? Punch, pause, punch, pause, punch, pause. Yeah. You know, you know. And I used to always want to be like that. Yeah. And and then I thought about it. I was like, dude, how, what could I do with the, the martial arts? I didn't see myself being in films and stuff like that. I just didn't. Right. But I did see myself doing something, you know. Um but I knew so many different things, you know, outside of martial arts to where I was like, damn, maybe I'm maybe I'm steering towards, you know, something else and and maybe just martial arts would just be, you know, something that I know, you know. Uh, like like a lot of people that I know, you know, they, they have a martial arts uh background, but one's an accountant, you know, another person's uh uh, not not a lawyer, but a paralegal. You That's know? most people, right? Yeah, it's just something you do. Yeah. It's not typically a career, right? Which is which is good because it's not supposed to be 
shown. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's not supposed to be presented to everybody if you're a martial artist. You don't have to show everybody that you know something, you know. Uh, but with me, I, I I wanted to showcase it, you know. I wanted to show show people, hey, man, check out this kick, you know. <laughs> check out check out these, because uh, I could do, I used to be able to do splits really, really well, you know. And, uh, yeah, check check these out. You're going to mess your balls up. I'm like, shut up. Fuck yourself up, bro. I can still do them, though. Can you, can you <laughs> but, do splits? Oh, no, nah, shit, I don't know if I can do them now. I can kick, yeah. kick, kick my ass off. Yeah, I'm sure you may, you may like you retain some sort of like hip dexterity just. From oh yeah, yeah, here, I, got, so. I got a great range. You're better hell than yeah. the average person. Oh hell yeah, hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, man! I I got an amazing range, you know. Yeah, uh, I just, just um just not doing those splits, those damn no. splits anymore. One thing that I I just stop I I stopped doing um like really really stretching uh extensively. I stopped doing it when I noticed that my kicks weren't as accurate. That was kind of one of the things that I, I wow. the reasons I stopped. Kind of like overstretched a little yeah. bit and have the. And I, I couldn't you know. quite gauge, you know, okay, maybe I'm doing it too much. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I'm not, you know. So when, uh, when I did do anything, they'd ask me, hey man, uh, go ahead and go ahead and stretch out. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, I'm already... yeah. What's the saying? Uh, does a high, does a does a cheetah stretch before taking down a gazelle? <laughs> no, they don't. They so just do that. They just do it. And shoot, built later on, this. you know, this, bro. So later on, I mean, I mean, during the time, they're like, "Damn, this kid's on point." You know, doing it, pop, 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 doing all the kicks and stuff. Yeah. And then after, you know. <laughs> fucked up i got ibuprofen i got all kinds of stuff in me dude I, ibuprofen wine all kinds of stuff dude Bro, so i was just telling somebody I, today man i've been training this, yeah i was training I, I trained this young fighter and he's in his 20s he's like 21 22 okay i'm like bro you know people tell you but you don't know until you just you experience it yeah you know it just takes you know one or two more days to recover in your yeah. 30s and even probably like yeah. start getting older i'm like damn i don't recover as fast <laughs> as i used to i don't like this Man. shit think about being a stomach <laughs> think about me doing this hunt it's hard on your body dude i got thrown down some steps seven times no thank you and through the whole time, I heard the director, man, it look good. Hey, okay, y'all, let's try another let's do angle. do that again. Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, don't try another angle. This look great. So I'm getting thrown down these steps, man. It's like, I'm can like, we just get seven God. cameras and get every angle at once? Dude, right? <laughs> I'm like, man, y'all could just have it follow me, dude. Just give me about three cameras, put them on my back, and just yeah. give me a GoPro, yeah. you know, to <laughs> see what happened. Wow, yeah, let's just let's get creative, but you can't keep throwing yeah, me down man. these damn stairs. Shoot, I was, I was done for almost a month. I it's swear, man, body, my bro. body was, oh, it was shot. You only take so much. Yeah, so, I, I mean, so from that, I think I take more wear and tear on my body doing doing the uh, the choreography, the stunts and the stuff than I, than I did when I was doing the tournaments. I can believe it. Because in film, what's crazy is you can do it, do the techniques and do the um, the choreographed uh, um, scenes, uh once really really well twice really really well (laughs) third time really well over time it's going to decrease the quality of it and each time someone's saying okay that was good let's try a different angle okay will that sell yes it will sell but let's do something for safety you know and safety means you know uh let's uh make sure we have 
have that shot, just have another shot just in case, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. And depending on the budget, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll dictate how much they're able to allocate for safety. <laughs> man. <laughs> So <laughs> it's like, damn, do we have, do we have this medic on set or don't we? Right, and a lot of the uh, chore- chore- choreography that I've done, it's local. So as far as the budget goes, it's it's uh, out of their own pockets. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, so you gotta just make it happen. Yeah, I'm like, uh, now I can choose. I'm like, nah, bro, we ain't doing another safety. Yeah, <laughs> got one. Yeah. So yeah, I I've uh, I've learned through the years that i have control (laughs) like that you gotta take care of man gotta take care of that body crazy i and it uh, one of the one of the uh what was i'm trying to say um one of the the points uh that i uh that i was uh getting at was you got more wear and tear on your body doing this than the tournaments through all these years of me being in martial arts I never once got my nose broke. Really? Yep. Nice. I got my nose broke doing choreography. Really? Yeah, uh, that happens. Dude. Jackie Chan broke his nose a lot. Yeah, I know. Doing all these stunts and shit. His choice. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, you kind of choose it too, bro. You're, I you're, know, you're, man. If you're in there. God, but. It was so crazy, dude. Because, I, like I say, I, I'm I'm fast. Yeah. I'm fast. I'm quick. I'm I can see things a lot a lot quicker than the average person. So I'm gonna move out the way. In choreography, you got step here, throw this punch, do your thing, you know. And uh, then you go back to the 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 cinematographer and you take a look at it, see if it's sold. Then cool. Every once in a while, you might get a, a a person that thinks they know everything, you know. Uh, then you might get some that, that will say, I uh, don't know anything, you know, show me. Or they just might just make a mistake. Mistakes always happen. I got one that thought he knew everything. Oh, you know? those are the worst. Man, dude. I said, man, step here, man. I got it, man. Don't worry about that. And step here, throw that punch, man. You'd be about a foot away from me, and then we'd be good. That that arm would have been about a foot away from right. me. Right. Cuts through angles and different things and your reaction, you know, movie magic. Bruh, I walked down the steps and I saw him step over that tape. I couldn't stop stepping. And I was like, oh, no. You walked into it? Dude. And what it sounded like in my head, it literally sounded like somebody got a a wooden board, a wooden cutting board and just knocked on it. Just whack. Oh, man. I, I was like, what just <laughs> happened? I saw one drop. Yeah. I saw two drops. And then it was a stream. Yeah. Dude, it felt like he took my brain juice, dude. Did, he, did you have like, to reset your nose or was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's. I still have a, a piece of cartilage that's poking this way mm-hmm. in my nose. And you. they say you're not supposed to blow your nose during uh, yeah, when, when you do that. break it. I fucked up. <laughs> so, I but the the production was huge. It was a nice production. I mean, they had I mean they had stuff on the outside of the house, lights shooting into this home and everything. Mm-hmm. It was dope. So when stuff like that happens, everyone on the crew looks like, oh fuck, we gotta we gotta shut down, you know, because 
I was one of the main characters. Oh, were you? Yeah, Dang. yeah. So I'm like, man, that's a bummer. I had to. Oh, people are mad at that guy. Oh, they were hot. So I would have fired him. I went into the kitchen, and well, he was—he was one of the other actors, you know. Was, he, was he a main character though? Kinda, oh, yeah. Okay. Because he, he ended we're up. We're recasting this shit. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. Because anyway. it was about—I think it was almost two o'clock in the morning, bro. Yeah, it was about two o'clock in the morning, man. I walked in the bathroom and I grabbed a whole bunch of paper towels and I just, huh, and I I shot it all. I was cartilage, blood everywhere in this in this in this paper towels and it it lasted for a good fifteen minutes, and I pushed some some tissue all the way up and some paper towels all the way up in there, and I just I went ahead and did. The whole cast looked at me like, "Is he serious?" Mm-hmm. For real? All right. Okay. Let's let's keep going. You know. After that, man, that that really boosted me up. Like, dude, I ain't playing. But in my head, I'm like, dude, I'm get, yeah, get even. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know. Go ahead and accidentally stomp him in the face on the way down. Dude, he he, what now, he was bitch? nervous that whole time. <laughs> Doesn't even get his ass kicked. It's like when dude. you're a little kid and you're afraid to go home because you're about to get in trouble. <laughs> and, and in my head, I didn't so, even oh, have shit. an idea of like. I'm gonna give him, give him my, give him what I feel. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't have that in my head. I was just more upset at the fact that I got hit. I was like, damn, dude, you, all you had to do was just, just step on the tape. Just, that was it. Fall, yeah, man, just be, stay on your mark. Yeah, but I've gotten hit. I've gotten stabbed. <laughs> I'm, uh, on a movie. Yeah, I got stabbed. Oh, it's just hard on your body. You can throw yeah, a stare, stab, and hit. Fucking break like, your nose. Yeah, so and then I I had to do a uh, you know what a spinning back kick is mm-hmm. right I had to do a spinning back kick and uh, I had I think I reached fifteen I think I I did it fifteen times yeah and I'm like look if I do it again it's gonna get lower lower kick some of the nuts. and lower <laughs> and somebody's about to get hit yeah because the uh, the scene was not. Uh, going over my shoulder where I was doing the spinning back kick and you could see the foot go across, it was them following my foot to fall down. Okay. So if I would have went lower, it would have got got him in the neck. Kicked him in the neck or yep. the head. Or, right. Yeah. So it made it more dangerous, but you had a director and he was like, oh, man, it looks good. He had no clue about martial arts. Well, and just the body you know? fatigues, man. Yeah. You can only oh, get, hell yeah. You get so many reps in, and then, you know, it's just like, diminishing dude, returns. Bro. Y'all ain't got it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hot. I got a mask on. I got just, it, it was a lot, man. But I I, I wouldn't trade, trade, it in, trade it for anything. You yeah. know, I, I love what I do. Um, from teaching self-defense to to doing the fight choreography, doing the stunts and stuff, I I mean, I have a great time. I meet a lot of people. I, I get a chance to travel every once in a while uh, uh, before COVID. Uh, but, right, you know, right. um, but I have uh, in my studio, I use it as a, a, a production uh, a studio too, a multimedia studio. So I've had people come in, uh, use it for movies. You no, know, no. Um, so I got a rooftop. Uh, I got a big big rooftop cinematic rooftop looks like any city in saint uh in in in, in the united states uh, and make sick. it look like new york and, that's sick yeah so it's cool man and then i got movie set walls in my um in my studio so you can move them around you can create your own Dang. own idea of what you check out your studio yeah i, I sure. would i would like that yeah. yeah uh and it's uh they've had uh talk shows uh done there i've had a talk show done there no two uh then i've had music videos uh, as a matter of fact uh, uh 
one of the people, Bodine. He's Shout done. out, powerful yeah. Bodine. Yes, yeah, my man. It's my dude. So, yeah, I've had him uh, do a video there. Um, then uh, I've had, uh, uh, let's see, what else? Um, an Insane Asylum has been created there. Um, a whole bunch of fight scenes have yeah. been done there. Uh, then, yeah, it's just, it's just open area, man. It's it's oh. just like, it's cool, man. It's I, I like it. You know, for the average person, you know, looking for a business, it, it doesn't look look the best for <laughs> them. But if a cinematographer came in, they were looking at it, and they're like, oh, dude. Dude, so that's that shit. movie magic, man. Yeah, Through man. lighting and editing, oh. you, just, you just make things happen. Every time I walk in, dude, I'm happy. Yeah. Every single time. Every time I go to work, dude, I'm, I'm just just happy. Because yeah. Well, you're following your passion, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You seem to have stumbled upon it. Took yeah. a lot of years, but it now, did. Now you're killing it. But I, doing your thing. I I see it as I've had a lot of jobs in my lifetime, yeah. you know. And for me to actually be able to find something that I can be passionate about, uh, and I and people care, yeah, about what I'm doing, you know, and uh, and me being able to help the uh, St. Louis community out, it it it. It makes me feel great, you yeah. know, um, because I've worked with schools. I've worked with schools. I've, I've I teach uh, wellness, um, wellness and meditation uh, to a lot of the students. Uh, some of the staff. I've worked with the University City. I've worked with Hazelwood. I've worked with Sumner. Nice. I've worked with uh, uh, the the Boys and Girls Club. I I've, I've taught archery. Yeah. Uh, oh, dope. Yeah. You're like leaving a true legacy, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. So and so I, I I love doing things like that. I've um, worked with the Urban League. Urban League schnooks, <laughs> you know. So, um, and I don't, I don't look back like, you know, these are the people that I've worked with, you know, and and uh, uh, check me out. It's, I know they'll remember what I've what I've offered yeah. to them. You know, it's not a, it's not a, a, a me bragging and boasting. It's it's me being able to show what a person from St. Louis can do. Yeah. You know, and not just settle for the same thing over and over and over and over, generation to generation to generation. You know, I was never a person that could play basketball. I was never a person that could play baseball. I'm a martial artist. You know, that's it. You know, I'm a martial artist and I want to show you what martial arts can bring into the community. And this is what it can do from film, self-defense, meditation, wellness, uh, well, <laughs> just wellness in general, um, and uh, 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 bringing a positive uh, uh, outlook on, on life, you know, it's a confidence builder. And all those things work, especially now when we definitely need it. You know, we need confidence. We need positivity. Uh, dealing with COVID, you know, it's it's a lot. 2020 has been a mofo, you know, and I'm I I, I just I don't I don't like thinking about the negative, but it's it, negative things, but it's there. Negative negativity won't ever leave, but you have to overpower it with with positivity. And with me, I, I feel like I'm doing my part, you know. Yeah. Um. I uh I've during during this time during 
the beginning of COVID, I, I've already lost four of my clients to COVID, you know, and that was that was hard on me, and I was scared that I was going to have to shut down my shop. But luckily, um, people started getting in contact with me, um, asking me if um, asked me if I still did it. They needed something to to do, you know, because they were nervous about these um, uh, these gyms, and I get it because you got so many people you don't know what they're bringing to your studio or what what they're bringing to that gym yeah you know that's nerve-wracking if you're a person that actually gives a shit you know that 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 can wear you down you know you're talking about fatigue that's a big thing that wears a person down worrying yeah mental fatigue oh my god yeah so so many of these gyms in St. Louis were always like open. People weren't wiping down the the the, the facility. I mean the um, the the equipment and stuff. And those people knew, you know, they were like, dude, if I go back, there's no telling if they're gonna wipe this shit down. You yeah. know, they're supposed to, but then you don't know if that person that was using the uh, using the stuff was out partying that night. The, the night before you don't know yeah. if they're around or if they don't give a shit about wearing a mask or not yeah you know? a lot of worries for sure man yeah a lot of worries you just don't know so. so it's it's a it's a big deal and so in my studio i try to i try to stay how i how i was teaching which is privately yeah and i'm, I'm always one-on-one you know i uh i make sure i check the temperature you come in you wear a mask i got open space so I'll run down the hallway with lights off. I got I got one in this hand. I got the other one down here. And <laughs> you catching it all, <laughs> man, dude. I'm telling you, because I got a family. You know, yeah. I got a five year old, and I got a fourteen year old. I got a wife. I got two dogs, and I love them. You yeah. know, I can't imagine myself going home with something. Right. You know, and I don't want to take that risk, but at the same time, I want to make sure that the other person that's there is safe too. Right. And taking and, all the precautions. Yeah. Even with the film companies, the production companies that come in, you know, I've, um, I've had a few of them come in with their, their, uh, their COVID tests, you know? Yeah. And, There's mean, definitely a safe way to do it. You know what yeah, I mean? There is. It's, it's definitely, it's trying times, man. Yeah, it's man. trying times. And this is the new norm. And I'm, 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 I'm dealing with it, you yeah. know, but when you don't, pay attention to that that's when it goes it goes south real real quick especially being a business owner you dealing with uh you dealing with the public yeah you gotta cover your own ass just oh, from man. a legal standpoint and uh, uh since i'm downtown you got so many people walking up and down the streets you know yeah. uh <laughs> coughing and doing all this stuff and while i'm over here like stay away from you know you. like dude it's it, it's it, it gets bad i'm like you guys be like, hey man, you gotta no, I don't stop, <laughs> go, you know. That's it, fine. But uh, yeah, man, I, it, I I pay attention. I pay attention now yeah. and, and um, just try to be safe. Yeah. So if somebody wants to train with you, how can they check you out? Um, I'm I'm not hiding. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Where should they go to? Is it Logic Martial Arts on yeah. Instagram? Logic Martial Arts yeah. on uh, you can go on Facebook. Brian Logic Martial Arts. B R I N. Ever since they they changed the the I guess what algorithm or whatever, um, it's Brian Logic Martial Arts on Facebook and on Instagram it's Logic Martial Arts. Okay. And um, I got rid of a, my website 
years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I've, and that's what I've been working off of. Just Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. You can do dude. a lot through those. Yeah. And then uh, if you need to get in contact with me through email, it's logicmartialarts at gmail.com. At gmail. Yep. And I'll put that in the show notes so people can yeah, check man. it out, man. I appreciate but, it. And um, my studio, uh, like, like I was telling you, I'm a private self-defense instructor. Each one of the classes is uh, one hour. If you want it longer, that's entirely up to you. But, uh, I understand. I'm a 24 hour uh, instructor too. Oh shit! People do not get it. Midnight, when I tell baby. Them, Brian's oh, there. 2:35 in the morning. Yeah. No joke. Because just up doing it. People need self defense. They need it. One of my clients is a nurse at uh, at Barnes Jewish at Barnes Jewish Hospital, uh, and they get off 1:30. Yeah. Then I've had some at three, three o'clock, you know, uh, and they work uh, for uh, UPS or, uh, you know, and they need it. They have everybody. Yeah, man. So this is all I do. So it's not it's not a thing, man. Do you be working at? No, it's me. It's your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I if you have a class at that that late. I can get up uh, one or two days out of the week and and help you out. That's not a problem. Because when you're at work, uh, everyone else is at a do- at a dojo at seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Those most most of those people tend to have to miss out. Yeah. So, dude, that's dope, man. So, yeah, I do it 24 hours, man. So, if anybody needs me, I'm there. And my uh, studio, it's it's gated. Uh, it's very secure. I lock uh, I lock the gate. Um, and especially for my clients that are going through uh through the law firms. Yeah. That's uh one of the main main things. Uh right on. and uh I'm located on twelve ten uh Washington Ave, um right near the corner of uh Tucker. Oh uh, right downtown. On. So I'm downtown at least once or twice a week, so I'll come okay. check you out. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, give me a call, you know, uh you can reach me at uh my office number is three one four five nine four seven three four zero. I really remember. Uh, it's all good. But uh, then um, they can get in contact me through my cell. It's uh, 618-304-9568. Um, like I say, I'm not hiding from anybody. Yeah. It's not a thing of uh, me. They'll, they'll find you for sure. Yeah, they'll find me. So I try to stay uh, on a positive note. So, well, yeah. Brian, dude, thanks again, man. I appreciate no, man, you taking no time. No problem, man. Most right, definitely. Man. Most definitely. All right, everybody. Till next time. Hey, guys, thank you again for listening. As always, if you are getting value out of the show, again, please just share it. Leave a rating, review, subscribe if you aren't subscribed. All of the above. It helps immensely. And uh, that's all I have, guys. I will catch you next time. As always, just keep being awesome human beings. And I will see you later. Bye.